Nothing But The Words, episode number 73, writing about the hard things. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really, really well. While many of my clients write business books, personal development books, or how-to books, many also write memoirs. And in many cases, they have to talk about some hard stuff. They're telling their life stories, and let's face it, whether it's your personal story or your professional story, some hard things have happened. Now, most of my clients come to me for coaching. They want to write their own books, but they want a process to follow, some support, and someone to give them feedback or talk through ideas with them. But I also take on a select few ghostwriting clients every year. Recently, I was writing a chapter about an incredibly difficult time in a client's life. As I ghostwrite, I'm using the client's voice and his information and his experiences And I'm speaking on the page as if I were the client. So especially if it's a memoir, I have to really put myself in his shoes. In this case, it's a gentleman. That means I've written from a firsthand perspective about how my clients have started successful businesses or built incredible marriages that have overcome serious obstacles or invented new products or whatever great things they've accomplished. But I've also written about the hard stuff. I've written about the sexual assaults, the time in prison, the parental abandonment, and the alcohol and drug addiction. I've written about the life-threatening strokes and the cardiac events, the children that they've lost, and the parents taken too soon. I've written about the adultery they've committed and the adultery they've discovered happening in their marriages. These are difficult events to go through in real life, and they're difficult events to go through on the page, even when they're not my own experience. So imagine what it's like writing about it when it's your own personal experience. It's difficult, but sometimes it's necessary. When I'm working with a coaching client or interviewing a ghostwriting client, I set aside all judgment. There are very few things about which I would judge a client. And if those things came up, I would release them from our working relationship. It's a short list. I also allow my clients to feel whatever comes up and just experience their emotions when we're working together. I don't try to make them feel better. I don't do a pat on the back offer of sympathy. And I used to coach clients one-on-one in my home office pre-pandemic, but I am there to listen without judgment. Occasionally, I will offer a new way to think about the event, particularly if the client is beating himself or herself up over something that has happened in their past, often something that has happened to them for which they're taking responsibility. I will often offer a new way to think about it. But no matter what I offer or don't offer, I allow my clients to feel what they feel. Those are their true emotions. Sometimes they get angry. Sometimes they just get quieter and quieter as a sadness descends upon them. Sometimes they cry. They shed a few tears or they openly weep. So I have to coach myself to manage those hard moments when I'm writing about the hard stuff and when I'm working with clients. I encourage my clients to coach themselves through those moments as well. 
Now, don't think this doesn't apply to you because you're not writing a memoir. My clients who have written fairly straightforward how-to books really didn't have any emotional moments in their books. Maybe some big celebrations, right? Some success stories, but no deeply painful moments. But even in business books and books on leadership, my clients have written about tough moments like losing a seven-figure business or having to start over after filing bankruptcy or being betrayed by a business partner or getting fired from a job they loved. Those can also be quite painful. The pain doesn't necessarily come from a physical assault, right? Or an abusive relationship. It can come from any difficult part of your life. So how do you write the hard stuff without falling apart or cheating your readers by skimming over it? Well, first, before you do anything, make sure the story is relevant to your book. It may be your story, it may be true, and it may be captivating to people who hear it. But if it's not relevant, it doesn't belong in your book. If you decide to include the story, here are four ways you can write about the hard stuff, write through the hard things without falling apart. You might fall apart a little bit, (laughs) but still being able to move forward and get the job done. So number one, make sure you have processed the story enough to tell it clearly. If a traumatic event happened to you last week, there's a good chance you're not ready to write about it in a way that you can share with the public yet. All this means is that You have reached a point where you can talk about the story publicly and talk about it without ranting incoherently. Trust me, there are some moments in my life that are still hot button issues. So for the most part, I don't talk about them publicly. Writing about the painful moments can help you process them for sure, but that's not the writing that will make it into your book. That's suitable for your journal, but it's not book material. And if you need more help processing the event, please talk to a therapist. Number two, be able to articulate what you have learned how you grew or evolved or what came from that event. That doesn't mean every cloud has a silver lining or anything as cliche as that. There may be events in your life, particularly from your childhood, but potentially from any stage of life that were absolutely beyond your control and really should not have happened to you. Let's not get into the conversation about shoulds. That's a whole different life philosophy conversation, but I I stand by what I said. You don't have to try to make them all sunshine and rainbows to make your readers feel better. But you can show us that you survived and are on the other side. That's a win in and of itself. From some of these events, you can also extrapolate the lessons, the insights about life and human nature. You can give your readers a reason for why you're sharing this story. Number three, allow yourself, as I told you, I tell my clients to do, allow yourself to feel whatever comes up when you're writing about this hard stuff. So listen, the difficult event you want to write about may have happened a long time ago. You may have dealt with it and moved on. You may have processed it with the help of a therapist and even feel like you're over it. It's now just a neutral circumstance in your life. None of that means, however, (laughs) that you won't feel anything when you write about it. If you feel moved to tears, then cry. If you feel anger, sit with that anger, write about it, allow it to pass through your body, check in with yourself. Name the emotions you're feeling and identify the physical sensations those emotions are causing in your body. Don't run for the fridge. Don't run for the wine. Don't run for Netflix. Don't run for Facebook. Just feel it if you can. Grab your journal or open a fresh document and write what you're feeling. Dump those feelings on a page that your readers will never see and you can be as messy with it as you need to be. And again, If you're having trouble processing it, if writing about it is triggering to you, and I know that's an overused word in 2021, but if it is triggering to you, please check in with a therapist who can help you through it. Yes, I am a big fan of therapy. 
And finally, number four, write the story and then set it aside for a few days. Come back to it and look at it as much as you can as a neutral reader and then ask yourself the following questions. Does this story really belong in your book? Does it add value? And if so, what value does it add? How does the way it's written come across to you? Does it have an appropriate tone for your book? Is it victim blaming or victim shaming, even if the so-called victim is you? Is it a story you're ready and willing to share with the world right now? When I coach my clients, I help them through this process. And sometimes they decide to leave a painful story in, and sometimes they decide to take it out of the book. It's always their decision. I am just there to help them process the emotions of the moment, write the story in the most effective way possible, and be sure they're making their decision from the best possible place for reasons that they like. You can write about the hard stuff, my friend, but only you get to decide what the hard stuff is and whether or not it goes in your book. That's all for this episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.